This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Maybe we don't play enough country music. You know, that's why Ween is so good. Each album is a different genre. They can go so many different ways. This is called Ween, 12 Golden Country Greats. Yeah. And they're all original hits? I do believe, yeah. They're rather prolific songwriters. Like I said, when you go to Colorado, the Denver area, mm -hmm. they are one of the more popular bands out there. Really? Yes. Shrines. Oh, gag shrines at some bars really? with Wayne memorabilia. Yes. We were shocked because when we went, I think it was late July, Wayne just had a tour that stopped in Colorado two days prior. Mm -hmm. So, like, a bunch of Wayne fans were still there. And really? There's whole bars dedicated to Wayne. I thought it was all like a big joke. But no. It's not. It's a real talented. serious band. Yeah, it's Dean and it's Gene Wee. They come to St. Louis every now. Uh, no. well, you know, songwriting is difficult. They do a great job of it, though. The best thing I could come up with Iggy's song is, You may think I'm some sort of wimp, but really I'm more of a simp. Simp, simpy, simperson, simp. <laughs> hey, please don't call me a pimp when I'm really much more of a simp. I had an interview early today, clearing my name as a creep. I'm crestfallen now and I'll weep, but I've cleared my name as a creep. Oh, I've cleared my name as a creep. Yes, I've cleared my name as a creep. Ah. Hope somebody taped that and sent it to the Arch. 106.5 The Arch. Courtney Landrum. Alternative number? No, that's pop. That was pop, what I just did? I think so. It's more pop than... And how, I, how about my disco hit? Yeah. That was so big in the clubs for, for years. Oh, uh, see, I, I know where the remix is. Yeah. I forgot what it's called on the... The original hit I thought was better. What was that? My ass hurts? Yeah. Sticking to me bum? Ah. Oh. Yeah. It was a little outside my comfort zone, but, you know, if it ma makes money... You know. Pretty yeah, risky. It, it made yeah. money. Yeah. Take more it out of context. What's that? It's more of a rap song. Ah, my ass hurts. Stick it in me bum. No, well, I didn't nice. that part. I was just describing a simple colonoscopy. And now Tim apparently is a, is a candidate to have... His, uh, his surgery done right here on the air. That's correct. My vasectomy. Yeah. 
Would you really have it done on the air? Or would that be kind of common? I have to, t- have to talk to uh, Riz about it. You have it done on the air? Yeah. Don't you see her ween? Uh, it was radio. It was pre-YouTube uh, shows. Oh, okay. He did it 12 years ago. He's around my age. He got it done early, but yeah. I guess he's got an older kids. Yeah. Well, you could. Katie Kirk had a colonoscopy. colonoscopy on the air. Yeah. Of course, you didn't see her butt. All you saw was a Ugh. picture inside of her. You just saw what the doctor sees when they put the camera yeah, up in there. Yeah, so so. That was really nothing. I think a lot of perverts watch thinking they're going to show her pull her pants down. I don't think so. Is that right? Well, that, was so. that the talk amongst the perverts? <laughs> no. I think so. Gosh. I, I remember seeing when she announced that, and uh, there were some comments on the article that said, will she show her butt? So <sighs> I don't think it's going that far. Tim, don't worry about wearing a jock. I'll spend a week walking around with you holding things tight for you. That's from Beer Cats. Oh, gosh. Yeah, What's wrong with that? See where Sun gets it. That's as, about as powerful a limbing job <laughs> as you can offer. And gay. Yeah, I'd know. say both. I'd uh, say both. I don't know on that. I know that James Carlton has 335-star reviews. I do know that. Let me give you one, Doug. This okay. comes from, do you say Logan Riley? Do you say Logan? Lo- Logan, probably. But it's L-A-G-A-N. L-A-G-A-N. His parents probably misspelled Logan on his birth certificate. <laughs> they just rolled with it. Yeah. The team has made me feel valued and appreciated for every step of the way. I have used this team for all of my adult life. They have always been extremely helpful in all of my life changes. I feel so grateful to have them as my insurance provider. I would always recommend them to any and every one. Keep up the great work your whole team provides. That's from La... Logan. I, I'm going to say Logan. Riley, about Logan. James Carlton. Uh, 314-961-4800 to go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. Jackson, tell me about your her. Making a comeback. Don't yeah. call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Hello, Cool J. Is that 91? Mama I don't know the years, out. Tim. It's cool. Yeah, so now I'll go with 91. I know the years of the future, and I hope to have full heads of hair in those years in the future. And that's wow. all thanks to St. Louis Hair Restoration. Yeah, they got me on the finasteride. They took a look at my hair. I was nervous. I was like, hey, man, I, I got a problem with my hair. I'm not happy about it. They said, let's see what we can do. They put me on the finasteride. Super easy. Just take a pill every morning. And this laser cap where it's six minutes a night, super easy. And we're starting to see some results. And it's really, really helpful. So if you're somebody who's stressing about maybe thinning or their hairline's going a little bit, go get a consultation at St. Louis Hair Restoration. They took a look at my man, Doug, and he mm. got a little FUE procedure. Yeah, he did. Once your hair comes in thick, you're going to need a vasectomy too, my friend Rick. You're going to wow. need that. Don't you know it. Yeah. Yeah, I had the FUE. That's a, a, a minor surgical procedure where they shave the sides and back of your hair and extract the grafts, the hair follicle grafts, and then they transplant it to where you are thin. Uh, I had it done about almost exactly three months ago, and you can start to see on YouTube, you can see a little... I see your tufts. Two, two tufts up there in yes. the front. They say about six to eight months is what it takes before you really see a lot of growth. So it, it does take a little bit of, of time. You just have to be patient. And the big thing people ask me about is how much did it hurt? Well, for me, it didn't hurt at all. How about that? No pain involved. They use a local anesthetic, and, um, you know, they numb your head and all around, and there was, there was zero pain at all. So if you're patient with it, you can get a fantastic result. If you go to their website, stlouishairrestoration.com, you can look at some of the before and after pictures. It's really pretty remarkable, the difference, how, how some people come out looking. So if, you're, if your hairline, if your thinning hair has bothered you and you're, you're always unhappy about it and you've lost your confidence and you want to look better, 
This is the way to do it. Got a great team right here in St. Louis, Dr. Palenga and the founder of the company, Greg Kreiling. They're at St. Louis Hair Restoration. There it is. Glenn Betts Jewelers in business in St. Louis since 1941 and operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally not sold. Really good people. Craig Betts and uh, David Betts. Shaved strokes with them, Doug. Uh, God, was that last Sunday? I don't know the days, Tim. Last Sunday, I think it was. Uh, great people. They get to know your likes, lifestyle, and who and what you love. The three L's. GlennBettsJewelers.com. G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z. Jewelers.com. Located one mile east to 270 on Manchester and De Pere. In the jewelry business, there is good, better, and then there is Betts. The Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. We have had a very, very hot show. We talked about our weens, Dr. Hawatma. Mm -hmm. And what he's going to do with them. And there's some draping involved. It does sound like there's some draping. Uh Can they take hair from my beaver and put it on my head? That's from banned fan page user burner. Banned fan page user burner. I would... Suspect they could take it from anywhere, but you'd have you'd have weird looking hair on your head. Matter of opinion. Yeah, I, I guess if they could take it from anywhere, kind of, yeah, be kind of curly. I remember Jackass the movie did that, and everybody on the show shaved their pubes. In one of the skits, a guy had to dress up having a beard, and they used that hair and glued it to his face. He didn't oh, know pubic hair. Bill, 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 Bill. Uh, he had about 20 people pubes on his face uh, and it was glued uh, on there. Uh, <laughs> now, if they took hair from your legs, why is it hair on your legs doesn't keep growing? I mean, it never grows two, three inches long. Why? How come that hair only grows a short distance and then stays, but the hair on your head keeps growing? Anybody got an answer to that? I feel like I get one wispy chest hair added uh, every like six months. So just like one. I just one. But, I mean, on your legs. They don't keep growing, do they? That's true. Do they just fall out and then a new one comes and replaces it and grows about a quarter of an inch and then dies and another one comes and grows a quarter of an inch? I don't know. You wouldn't want that on your head. We need another doctor up in here. Yeah, it depends on where it is. I mean, I can grow a goatee, but I can't grow a beard. There you got a little bit of a beard. Yeah, I see. Yeah, you got some yeah, tufts. But yeah, but it just grows. It's hair. You know, it's not whiskers. It's hair. So if I grew a beard, it'd just be like hair growing there, not whiskers. <laughs> hair on your face is considered whiskers, right? No, whiskers are kind of tough, and it grows thick, and hair just kind of just hangs there. I think anything on your on your face, your cheeks and your chin, I think those are considered whiskers. You know, I'll go about I'll go about a month without shaving the size of my face. You see what it looks like. All right, yeah. Doug, that's it something we can hair. look forward to in October. All right. Well, I don't have much there either. Can, we got that. We got the LSU game, Kentucky, South Carolina. And the hair growth one. the hair growth. My blue season. I may mm-hmm. have to shave it before the induction. Well, that was a nice way to get around to your latest Hall of Fame induction ceremony. <laughs> well, everybody's going to see me. So. Doug, will Adam Wainwright go to the Hall of Fame? He is not going to pitch again. Uh, maybe we'll see him take one more at bat this yeah. weekend at Bush Stadium. Uh, Derek Gould reporting that will be dependent upon whether or not the Cincinnati Reds are still in the playoff race. Uh, here is Adam Wainwright on deciding to shut it down after getting 200 wins. Okay, hit the lever. I'm prepared for that last game. With to prepare to go into that, thinking I had three more starts, you know, and uh, I think what actually happened was I won the the last game that I could have won, 
um, I can barely advance the ball 60 feet uh, as it is. And I've been trying, you know, been trying to get my arm to a spot where I could where I could try it. Um, and it, and I know a lot of people are, were rooting for me to be done anyways, you know, um, after I won that game. And but I just, you know, that that just it didn't feel right to me to just pack it in. Uh, as soon as I got my number, you know, that I was trying to get to just quit, I just didn't feel like that was the right decision. I, I felt like that was the not the 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 visual that I wanted to send to the players in that clubhouse. Um, I wanted to, to play until the job was done, you know, until until uh, the contract expired. You know, I felt like I at least owed that to the Cardinals. But um, I'm just really thankful that we won that game because I just don't know if I could have. I mean, I would have tried it. There's a lot more story to that that I'll tell after the season. But this year, um, this year pitching for me is is officially done. Well, yeah, I can understand that. Why he would have felt like, well, it's all about me. I got my 200. I'm done. But he did. That, that wouldn't right? feel right. I'm not going to say anything. He did because his arm hurt so bad. They said his back is in such bad shape he could barely pitch that last game. And somehow went out and threw seven I scoreless know. innings. Multiple bulging discs, we said. Ah. Ah. Yeah, got to get a bunch of surgeries on the offseason. Yeah. Got to clean up the shoulder. That sounds brutal. There is a chance the Reds will, will still be in it. They're only a game and a half out of the wild card now with four to play. Uh, They're not happy in Miami, Doug, at least the handful of people who pay attention to the Marlins because the Mets couldn't get their field ready last night um, because they had a soccer game at City Field. Oh, for heaven's sake. A few days earlier, they messed up the field. Then you had, uh, was it Hurricane Ophelia? Is that who came through? Either way, got the Northeast. And they couldn't get the field ready, so now the Marlins, who are fighting for their lives, have to play a doubleheader today, and it was already going to be a bullpen start. And uh, and they're fighting for their lives in the wild card in the National League. They're a half out. Yeah. Half game out. Half game back of the Cubs. Who... I was pulling for the Marlins and Skip Schumacher. Yeah. They're, uh, they're live. Cubs blew a six-run lead last night. Reds are a game and a half, and the Padres are basically mathematically eliminated, but they are officially still in it. Didn't the Reds the blow like a, a nine-run lead the other day? I think they were had nine to nothing and lost. See, was that Friday night or Saturday night? I didn't get a chance to watch as much of the Reds and Pirates this weekend yeah. as I wanted to. But uh, the Reds are a game and a half out, so they're live. Phillies clinched last night on a walk-off. Diamondbacks are a game up on the Cubs, and the Cubs are a half game up on the Marlins. Reds, who the Cardinals will face, game and a half up. How many teams make the playoffs out of a wild card, two? Six in each league, three wild cards. Three that's, wild cards. Yeah. That's right, that's right. There's a chance that the NL Central could have three teams in the playoffs. That's right. Is it likely? No. But is it possible? Yeah, yeah. The, the Reds are still in it. The Reds Cubs. and Cubs? Mm-hmm. The Cubs are the third wild yes. card team? Yeah. Okay. But they're only half game up on Miami, game and half up on the Reds. And the Cardinals, from what I'm seeing, have been eliminated. Hmm. <laughs> Well, they picked up a game on Milwaukee last night. Yep. Yeah, they did. So they're only... Uh, they will finish in last place. Nothing that yeah. can be done about that, Doug. No. They got clipped by the Pirates. It's kind of surprising. Great offseason. Uh, little little concerning, Brad Thompson, uh, who oftentimes would be called the rights holder, appeared on the fast lane yesterday 
to uh, give his thoughts on uh, Wilson Contreras and his future as a Cardinal catcher. Doesn't sound like he thinks that's going to be his future. Take a listen if you would. Oh, I'd like to hear that. I think that they're going to have those conversations with Wilson again after the season of, hey, would you be willing to play a corner and DH and I would say potentially even bring in another catcher bring in a free agent and then have either Kisner or Herrera back him up potentially again spitballing but I think that that's kind of well how they would want it to look because look at you you eyeball test he's not great back there um, metrics wise they paint an even worse picture and when you have a pitching staff that is struggling and you you are devoid of talent, as we've talked about a lot. So th- this is not to lay the the struggles of this pitching staff at the feet of Wilson Contreras. I think that we're all smart enough for that. Uh, but I also don't think that he's in a position right now where he's going to be able to help a pitching staff. You look at the framing metrics, you look at blocking, you just watch some of the pitch calling. Like some of these things are, are there's not up to par, right, at the big league level. And will he continue to work on it? Yes. Will he get better? Sure. But will it get to the point where he is like a plus catcher? I don't know. I don't know if he has that uh, in in the skill set. By the way, Moselock still has a job. <laughs> I oh. thought that might ignite the plow <laughs> It's just incompetent. It's embarrassing. You don't do this on video games. Signing another off-season catcher after you have Herrera <laughs> and Kisner as well. Are we, is catcher the new ace starting Talk, pitcher? We can shut her down well, the rest of the day. I I'm just, I, it's confusing. Well, we don't know that We don't know do if that. this is even accurate. I agree, but I guess that question should come to play, whether this was, you know, out or not. Yeah, if you just look at his offensive numbers, he's had about the year you would have expected, 20 homers. But he's not a $20 million a year DH. No. You know, he's no, not hitting not. 35 bombs. No. He's hitting 20. That's not... You well, can find a lot of guys doing that, hitting yeah. DH. It wasn't a twenty million dollar catcher when they signed him as a catcher. Yeah, but if he's not going to play the position, it makes it. They make the contract even worse. Yeah, than, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. it's a terrible signing. Well, that, I heard Jimmy a, Rivers ask, "He goes, how can you justify the contract if he's not going to play catcher?" And that that's been my contention. Except I thought that was going to be the issue on the back end of the deal. You're I didn't. Too? I didn't anticipate it in May of of the first year. But well, some of the things that that Brad Thompson brought up was like pitch calling. And framing, can't, can't you work on that? Can't the pitcher tell you what he's going to throw? A, uh, can't the well, coach I mean, that, call that the pitchers? part, yeah. This, the, the, I mean, he was t- citing the metrics that show that he's a negative behind the plate. Uh, some of that is skill. The pitch calling, though, I would agree with you. Yeah, someone else can do that. Do, had there ever been a World Series team that's carried three catchers? Oh, probably. So. What do you talk about? Starting Kisner, have Herrera as a backup, and then Contreras is also on the roster? To me, if you do that, you are insane. With the holes in, that you need filled this offseason, if I would, you go out and get any kind of a catcher worth more than a million dollars, I just don't understand it at all. I would think if if they could find a trade partner for him, and, and they would probably have to include someone you don't want to lose, a, no, a Nolan Gorman type. If you package Contreras and Gorman together, you could probably get yourself a pretty darn good pitcher. And maybe a, rel- a starter, maybe a reliever also, maybe. Regardless of what happens, I think you really need to look at Mosellock's future. I, I, I mean, how is this possible? You're in your, what, your 15th season and you're overpaying by two years and $10 million a year for a, a catcher that's not playing catcher yeah. 16 months after you sign him, 15 months. That's 
that's fireable right there, well, regardless of what else he's done. When he gets somebody to agree to a contract, I'm sure it goes to DeWitt. The owner probably has the last call. So basically, Mosellock gets no blame and all the praise. So like when they won a World Series, he constructed an unbelievable roster. But when they're when they're dog crap, not winning 70 games, then you can take those signings. Oh well, Dewitt signed off on them. I think they should sell the team anyways. Oh, oh, oh no! If you if you don't care enough, then it's fine. They don't care. The they made a mistake. They care. They made a mistake. And I'm not saying that Mosellock gets no blame. I'm saying that when it comes to paying a lot of money for free agents, I think the owner probably always has to give the go-ahead. So he's not going to fire somebody for signing someone when he gave him the go-ahead to do it. Well, unless you talked him into it and said, you know. But you still can't fire Mosaic after one bad year. I mean, he's had some bad off-seasons, but they've managed to win the division. Um, this is really the first awful year the Cardinals have had under him. Yeah. I give a guy I'll give credit for, and I never said this, Polo Asensio, who does the uh, Spanish language broadcast for the Cardinals. I was talking to him in the off season, and I said, "You're giving I, credit to him for the." I said, <laughs> "I said, I really, I really want them to sign Wilson Contreras." He goes, "Bad idea. He's an awful catcher. I don't want them to be any part of that." And they ended up signing him. But he said that before anybody was trashing their deal. He said, "I don't want him on this team. He can't catch." Hmm. I, for one, and I love Adam Wainwright to death. Uh, going into a year next year with no. Farewell tours. No, I, I I am excited about that. Not playing. <laughs> not having great veterans. Seventeen. Look, seventeen million dollars in AERA, like, and you get to two hundred wins and shut it down. But then you say, oh, you know, I didn't want the boy to think I was shutting it down after two hundred wins. I don't know. I love Adam Wainwright, first ballot Cardinal Hall of Famer to me. I'm not trying to trash it, but that soundbite really kind of irked me because well, it was 100. percent This he's whole hurt. season was about 200 wins. He had an AERA yeah. and on pace the last 27 starts to be the worst pitcher in Major League Baseball history yeah. with the analytics. You keep throwing them out there, not because you want to win, not because you're turning things around, and because of 200 wins. And I'd rather just admit, it's like live golf players saying they're they're growing the game while also growing their pocketbook by 100 million. Just admit this season was about 200 wins, well, and I'm fine no, with that. Wasn't, but it wasn't positive it, because absolutely, he only had one million he only needed what? five wins. The entire year to get to 200, you got to think that's a lock after what he's done last year. There were six so or seven straight saying, I'm only here for 200 wins. I need five. I, mean, I suspect if they had been in the race, he wouldn't still have been in the starting rotation. I there were six straight stars to where he couldn't get out of the second or third but inning. Out, and you tell me that he wanted the team to win and not look for 200 wins? I'm sorry, I'm just not buying it. And again, love the guy. I don't really care either way, but I find that soundbite to be super funny. To me, like it was that this entire last six months of the season has been Wainwright 200 wins. It hasn't been well, the contending. last couple of months. Anyway. It hasn't been conti- no. It's been four months of not even really contending. It's always been about the 200 wins. And again, I'm fine with that. But to to paint it as any differently is kind of laughable. Well, well, he said he said it was important to get the 200. That's the number he had in mind. But he also said he wasn't going to shut it down after the 200 Well, why wins. would he? he if, he felt, if he felt good. I mean, he's, he's a guy that uh, wants to go out there and they're not going anywhere. What does it matter? And, you know, but he his back, as he said, I can I can barely get it 60 feet. But so. look, we have $17 million now that we can add to somebody who can get it to 60 feet and won't have an ADRA. Well, Adam Wainwright, but this is about 200 wins, and I, I, I won't hear anything else about it because after June, this team was done. Mentally and almost, I mean, just mm-hmm. we're 15 games out, consistently 15 games out. 
Well, there have been a lot of season was about. There have been a lot of veteran players who've had spectacular careers that aren't very good at the end. Gibson wasn't any good at the end. Luke Brock wasn't very good. Miguel Cabrera, was, what he's doing Ozzie right was now. was a part-time player at the end. And Wayne writes the same way. Still, you give him all the respect in the world for what they've done I love done the you. guy. I, for, I, he, could, he could be successful as an owner, a manager, an analyst. He has everything at his disposal, as he should. I'm just saying that soundbite was a little cringe because this season has been about 200 wins. If you look at the Twitter feeds on the Cardinals, they just that's all it's been about. It got to be that halfway through the season when he, I think he won one game. He still needed four, and he was pitching terribly. But going into the season, nobody's saying this whole year is about Wainwright getting to 200. We just figured it was a no-brainer he's going to get to 200. He'd probably get that by the All-Star break. From about the halfway point on, I think the season was about, what do we got for next year? What are we going to do? Let's look at Walker. Let's look at Gorman. And eventually, we'll look at when. Has Newt Bar got it? Has O'Neill still got anything that we want? Oh, all those lately it's been Herrera and all those guys, and with with Wainwright thrown in there because they were hopelessly out of the race. So what the hell? Why not? Ken Rosenthal wrote a piece this morning on the Athletic uh, titled "10 Managers Whose Futures Are in Question." Ali Marmol is listed, um, but he makes this uh, observation. Rosenthal does amazing, isn't it? How relatively peaceful things are in St. Louis. The Red Sox fired Bloom. The Mets hired Stearns. The Padres are conducting an internal review. The Yankees are bringing in outside consultants to examine their operation. The Cardinals? President of Baseball Operations, John Mazzalek, acknowledged organizational changes will take place, but he remains bullish on Ali Marmol, whom he hired to replace Mike Schilt at the end of the 21 season. Fair enough. Marmol led the Cardinals to the NL Central title in his first season and can't be faulted for the implosion of their pitching this time around, but... If Bazalek indeed follows through on his pledge to upgrade the rotation, Marmol will be under pressure entering 2024. Another slow start and improving NL Central could doom him. That's from Ken Rosenthal. And that's my observation. Uh, is just amazing that it's just as this is this is what you get, and there won't be any changes. And I think that's what irritates fans. Yeah, and the only and it's ex- just accepted, and it's not even like really right. challenges. The only explanation is. for me is that. The front office is the one calling all the shots. The manager doesn't make many decisions. Otherwise, you would move on from the manager. Schilt had three good years, one spectacular year where he was manager of the year, and he still got fired, and I suspect it's because he wasn't going to just salute every time someone told him what to do. The only thing that makes any sense at all is that Marmol's not calling any of the shots, so why would you blame him? That's 100% correct. I mean, look at the last three managers they had. Yes guys who had no experience as a manager. Well, unless Schilt wasn't a yes guy, that's why he got fired. Well, toward the end of the season, I think, when they had that meeting, you know, he wanted a contract extension, and I think Mosaic told him what direction they were going to go with the kids, and he wasn't happy with the direction they were going to go. He wanted a few other people in there, and you know, you're not going to listen to me. See ya. You keep a guy with 70 wins on a season, you fire a, a guy who won manager of the year. I realized internally there was issues and they didn't fully get along but i think the optics of letting it ride with ollie after what you did to Matheny and obviously what you did with shill they weren't perfect managers not saying that but in comparison to ollie i i can't believe i'd be begging for mike Matheny, but i would take round two of Matheny over ollie marmol he just yeah he's cringe man i could have had schumacher 
Yeah. They could have had Terry Francona, I Probably. think, when they yeah. before they hired Matheny. Although, I don't know the full detail. Yeah, when you have a bad season, everybody sounds better than the guy you've got. Well, yeah, but I think we were annoyed at him second week of the season when O'Neill had to ride the bench for not going full speed around third. Right, and then they tell Contreras you're not the you're not the catcher anymore, and then they send Walker to the minor leagues inexplicably for a while. There, there's all kinds of things have happened that you go, what? <laughs> I couldn't what? Read more. It's something else. But maybe they'll get it right, Doug. <laughs> uh, they better. You don't have a whole lot of confidence, though, do you? Well, because they're the same people who got it to yeah. this point. But mm-hmm. they're going to get a second chance. Uh, I think you don't hear anything from the owners is the plan was to also go get pitching. And then the DeWitts pulled the plug because of the cable issue. So they know he can't be judged. I think Larry Thornton meant to say, I think the reason you don't hear anything from owners is the plan was to also go get pitching, and then the DeWitts pulled the plug because of the cable issue so they know he can't be judged fairly this year. It's from Larry Thornton. I, th- and that may be the case. Certainly that's been one of my theories as to what went on last year. I mean, again, I don't, th- I don't think even the people who love the Wilson Contreras signing would dispute that the Cardinals went above and beyond what the projected market price was going to be for him. I don't think you can dispute that, but maybe someone would. So at that point, in the first week of December, I believe is when they signed him, they were comfortable allocating that size of a contract. Mm. So then the question would be what happened in between December and, you know, when all the pitching was off the market. Uh, I mean, they were speaking up, you know, about Jack Flaherty. And I just was really confused by that, to, to really have that guy. I just remember reading those articles, and it wasn't like it was just one person, but it's because it was coming from the Cardinals, that the key to the Cardinal season is Jack Flaherty. I'm going, God. How much money do you think his injury cost him? Oh, he was on pace to be one of, the, one of the premier pitchers in the league. I mean, and he nine, was one year. Nine figures. Yeah. $50 million, cost him think. hundreds of millions of dollars. Bro. Yeah. These guys are just lucky they're pitching now and they weren't pitching back in the 60s. I mean, if you had a bad year in the 60s and your career was over, oh, I made 50000 this year. Jack Flaherty, if he has another crap year and nobody wants to sign him after that, he's still set for life, and he's had pretty much, I don't know, a half a half a year has been great for him. Oh, he's not set for life. Oh, I think he's going to make enough money to this next contract. I don't, who are you talking about, Flaherty? Flaherty. I, I don't see how much he's made, Doug. Let's see, he's been in, what, five or six years? I think $10 million would be a... Good. I mean, he, he probably on, hadn't made that much yet. I wouldn't. Maybe think not. He fought arbitration, I think, twice from the Cardinals or once. Still, if you've made six or sure. seven million by the time made you're sixteen million, that's what I thought. Sixteen yeah. mil. Oh, the he year, probably yeah, is Iggy, set for correct. Yeah. Yeah. You are set for life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was. I was thinking, God, I must be really off on this because I would have thought he would have made well over ten. Yeah, <laughs> sixteen million about... made five point four this year, five last year, and three point nine the year before. But that was a six hundred percent increase from twenty twenty. Yeah. If he made sixteen, he probably took home seven or eight of it. Nine million of it after taxes and everything. That talent can so. give you another three years because he'll get a three-year deal. Someone will take More a shot. Whether they pay him a lot of money, I don't know, but someone will give him a shot. He may have to go a year where he actually produces before he gets a contract. Yeah, I'm not sure it's a three-year deal. I mean, I think it may be a one-year deal, actually. Maybe He's, yeah. he's not even in the rotation for the Orioles anymore. They sent him to the, to the bullpen. Yeah. You can't get anybody out there. Hey guys, I get the Bailey situation happened, but Bill DeWitt is worth two billion. They can't sign a pitcher at like ten million a year for like one year until the streaming situation's revolved. That's from Big Tuft. 
Well, they still have a budget, oh. no matter how much money you have. Oh, yeah, look at you. You, got... you are a little bust, but afterwards. <laughs> well, they do have a budget. So you... I know, well, I got a budget, things. but uh, you know what? I got two million. That was kind of a balloon party-ass tax. Let's go, let's go and get Scherzer. We don't mind if we got to pay... Thirty million. I got money. Thirty million. You wouldn't have cut it. He got forty. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame anybody for not spending stupid money, especially on forty-year-old pitchers as late as old as Verlander and, and Scherzer are. You're gonna give him forty million dollars. Good luck with that. And the Mets found out how that works out for you. But the the cable deal still hasn't been settled here, so I wouldn't expect the Cardinals to go out and that's spend thing, hundreds of millions in free agency. That's the thing. I mean, so that's, what they're, they're going to have to trade some of their young players that you don't want to trade if you're going to get pitching. They, they they absolutely will have to. I, but I operate on that premise anyway. Then the question becomes, you know, what this television situation means. Because again, if the pay if you're operating on the premise that the payroll is 180, just to give a round number, and the television revenue is 60, then that's responsible for a third of of that expense and not to say that you lose it i mean you're not going okay well now you're not going to make any money on television but i just don't know going forward if they will make 60 million dollars on television and it counts but it kind of gets into the weeds on stuff that you know more people just want to talk about the game and i understand it but this impacts i think who they sign and understandably so but then if you do have an owner such as a steve cohen for example who goes, I don't care how much money I lose, I just want to win and become the guy who brought a world championship back to Queens for the first time since 86, and that's worth me losing hundreds of millions of dollars because I have billions of dollars, then how do teams compete with that? Uh, especially if you're operating on, as we just made reference to, a budget, which clearly the Cardinals have done. I don't know. I don't know. So, like, you know, Blake Snell. I mean, Blake Snell is probably going to win the Cy Young, don't you think? Yeah, he's he's certainly okay. So he's a free agent, top contender. Yeah, they they no. won't get him. They've I mean, yeah, I mean him. that's what I'm saying. Okay, and now with Urias, with his off the field issues, he's out. He's off. So yeah. it's it's Snell and Nola as far as the top tier guys. I'm not sold on Nola. Um, I, listen, I think he might kill it for the first year to kill it being relative, but be valuable for the first couple of years. But you're not going to get him on a two year deal. And don't you think those guys would want to go to contenders? And Seattle, you're talking about they have two pitchers that, you know, Cardinals have been, you know, Kirby and I forgot who else. They know how desperate the Cardinals are. Every team knows how desperate they are for pitching. If teams know that, that they can't go out and spend money because of the deal that they're going to have to view via trade, they're going to gouge them. Why wouldn't you? Because, like, Seattle has no – they're cost-control pitchers for two or three more years. They have zero need to trade a Kirby-type mm -hmm. pitcher for nothing. Like, I think Cardinals going to have to overpay in the trade market since they can't overpay for money, and they would never do that in terms of free agency. I was looking at some of these crappy it's teams great. that, you know, rebuild every year and kind of like the Marlins used to be when they had a pitcher that was almost close to free agency or arbitration. They trade them. I was trying to find some teams that had one of those guys that the Cardinals could send some prospects to, but I couldn't, I couldn't find one. Well, what sucks is maybe Mason I'll look Wayne. again, but I couldn't find one. What sucks is Mason Wynn didn't show you a ton, so you can't really be for sure that he's the guy. I think getting rid of Gorman might be an issue for the Cardinals down the road. Mason Wynn has to be it. It, wouldn't surprise, be it wouldn't surprise me at all if they traded Nolan Gorman. Well, they got who do they because have? Because he's, he's got lots of potential. Second, he doesn't make money yet. And they've got Brendan Donovan that could handle second base. He's not going to give you 30 home runs, but he'll give you a lot of other things. Much better defense. I would think that they would they would probably rather have Donovan at second, lose Gorman, and have a, a solid starting pitcher. Does Palacios play second base? I know he plays outfield and infield. No, he's he not plays the infield, too. 
I don't think he's in the mix to, to be a middle infielder. You brought Skip Schumacher to the infield. Yeah, yeah. I thought he played sense. second base. I know he but you don't need that. Now. You've got you've got Edmund and Donovan and Gorman and Wynn. What are you going to do with Palacios? He's hitting better than anybody. Well, he probably be this a spare is another outfielder. guy that got a little run late in the year. This is going to be the next Newt Bar t- style player. He oh. has a little bit of at bats, you know, maybe a little potential in the 162 game average. We get our minds wrapped around it, similar to Tyler O'Neill. Oh, if he could just stay healthy. Oh, if he puts together a full season. Yeah. We're going to see Palacios get hurt half next year, have a decent season, and in two or three years, we're going to be doing the O'Neill thing. Oh, man, if he could put it together. It, we hype up regular <laughs> outfielders and regular players as if they are the next coming of Jesus. Oh, we, well, and, that's and a The sooner strong. we get rid of that sort of mindset because Mason Wayne could be absolutely nothing we just never know could be yeah all of them could you never really know Palacios had some big minor league seasons and some big I mean some big at bats I'm not saying he's not a good player but I know what the fan base will do to a guy like this I'm not sure you'd be and happy going to have season. a little squirrel and a sombrero on his shoulder oh. and things are going to be over they're going to have a bobblehead Palacios and, pa- Palacios and pals, and you know, like they have pals. a rally squirrel and <laughs> That's an the honor. name of the team. Yeah. The, the marketing campaign for the 2014 is Palacios and pals. So, like, I worry about how far we go with that. I think he's a good player, but you can't pencil him in as a starter. <laughs> if your outfield year, right? next year was Palacios, Newt Bar, and Walker, you wouldn't feel great about that, would you? No. Oh God, no. No. Oh. No, look, I know it's no. it's. The- time of the season with four games left you just kind of been going through the motions seeing who you got for next year who the hell is Siani he, I guess he came in to play center field last night Siani I don't know Doug, he coaches the Eagles and also during the week plays outfield same guy correct and I guess they're still trying to see what they have in for me because he's in a buck 20 he's in there every night well they got a lot of guys that are that are banged up and they've just said oh, the hell with it shut it, <laughs> shut it down shut it down and I so was, now they're giving some minor league guys a, a chance to to play in the big leagues. I for was a just weeks. told in the text line Uh-oh. that my Uh-oh. Newt Bar hate is false. He's been one of the better hitters this year. I'm looking at Newt Bar. What the hell are you talking about? Oh. Where are the analytics to say he's one of the best hitters this year? I don't see. You got it. his numbers there. 409 at bats, 260 average, 13 bomb, 43 ruby. Can you name 100 MLB players <laughs> that could do that exact same thing? I mean, dude, people yeah. have touched. I, I literally last night I touched a salt and pepper shaker. That doesn't mean I'm MLB ready. That doesn't mean I'm an everyday player. Because of salt and pepper shaker? Like, we need to stop this because I don't even know if these people know what they're talking about. Go to Lars New Bar. Go to Baseball Reference. Take two seconds to get there. He's an average dude. He's just a guy. It's been a big You're talking disappointment. about he's Julio Rodriguez over here. You I know mean, who he else has 107 been, hits. Another disappointment has been Dylan Carlson, who they had high hopes for. He actually isn't a baseball player anymore. Oh. They said he was untradeable, and he kind of just said, hey. Plaza here, I'll give you a Cardinals what they do. Uh, if anybody's wondering who Michael Ciani is. Uh, Ciani was optioned to AAA Louisville beginning the 2023 season. He hit 228 in 108 games for Louisville and was hitless in three games for the Reds. <laughs> Designated for assignment on September 2nd. Siani was claimed off waivers by the Cardinals. Nice. Plazi, uh, Wars Newpar is the second highest war on the St. Louis baseball Cardinals. Well, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm yeah, yeah, no, I get that. His 3. war 2 is war. up That's there. Good. Yeah, that is pretty good. That's above Nolan Arenado. But 
I, I, Second highest on the last place team. Oh, yeah, yeah, but he said, Plowsy, you knew Cora hate shows how little you know baseball and being one of the best hitters this year. Plow gets best if you stay out of the text inbox. I love the text inbox. <laughs> one of my favorite things I've ever been able to do is open this thing. <laughs> this war is 3.4. <laughs> Which is good. Goldschmidt but... is 3.3. Arnado's 2.3. So I guess he's our best player. We just, no, Contreras is the best player we got. 3.4 war. See, if we go by war, which people want to do, this team will go another 70-game win streak. I mean, they're just going to win 70 games next year if they don't do it. So somebody explain this to me. I mean, Michael Ciani was, was a scrap heap. The Cardinals claim him at the beginning of September, so he's been on the team for two weeks, and he's already in the big leagues playing center field? Oh, they're buying time. Well, they're bought out of players. Oh, they shut down so many guys. They're bought out. You don't have guys they've had in center field all year down in uh, Memphis you can bring up? They've already done that. Hey, he hit 228 in 108 games. He was released. Let's sign him and then put him in center field on the big league club. I just don't get this team. Well, they but right, it, they've given up at this point. They're just <laughs> trying to up. get to, to the finish Why line. Why sign right the guy? Now. Which is what the they did with Lester and Happ, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. because all they were trying to do was eat innings. Yeah. And then it wound up, then they wound up catching fire. And it goes, boy, what a great move the Lester and Hap thing was. And it was just about two guys who could eat innings who were getting ready to shut her down. Yeah. John Lester couldn't wait to get to his tree stand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But somehow they, they turned the clock back and both pitched well. Oh, God almighty. It is something else. I really I cannot. Well, listen, Missouri football in October, hopefully. Blues hockey October, Ryder Cup this weekend, but the Cardinals in November and December. How do you do? Well, That's I'm a, fine. That is, uh, I'm. So intrigued. But I feel like I've said this many a time, and it, it doesn't usually live up to it. So this one, though, there is more attention than ever before. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, Jeff Lottman has 22 years and over half a billion dollars in sales in real estate in St. Louis. And he was featured in the Wall Street Journal for selling the most expensive home in St. Louis. Joined Compass Realty St. Louis to start and build Compass St. Louis into the number one luxury brand in St. Louis. As Compass is the largest luxury broker in the world. So if you're looking to buy a home or sell a home, go to J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Yeah, it's Jeff Lottman. Uh, he can connect buyers and sellers in other cities across the globe. Jeff Lottman, Loyal TMA listener, and he is uh, online at J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Yeah, it's Jeff Lottman, uh, Compass Realty in St. Louis. And if you're feeling sluggish, if you're feeling like you're putting on weight, you haven't really changed your eating habits, your workout habits, maybe you're not putting on muscle like you used to. These are symptoms of low testosterone, Bill, and that's uh, where mentality comes into play. Mentality is a local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. Even if you've tried testosterone before, not everyone understands the blood chemistry in men's bodies. Mentality can help. The normal range for testosterone is large. And if you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it was not fully looked at. Come get checked with us at Mentality. It's Mentality Online at Low T USA. Uh, before we go to the design air heating and cool email of the day, about 120 local women have uh, left voicemails, mic drops on the TMA app have they? for my birthday and uh, have wow. their uh, lesbian right. fantasies that they're sharing via the TMA app. So Is that not... what's happening? I'm just trying to buy time to get into the email. Oh, 120 of them. 
Are they like the, the same beautiful Asian women that I keep getting friend requests from? Oh, you're getting a lot of friend requests? Yeah. Is that right? That kind of thing, yeah. And followers on Instagram. You accepting? No, no, I don't. <laughs> no. Probably a sharp move. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful of that. They want to look. You don't have to be that careful. It's I'm pretty not... obvious. <laughs> yeah. There's a friend of mine who accepted uh, a, fake, a fake Dillian Harper friend request as two followers. And what happened then? I don't know. He said he had to be careful. <laughs> so what's the downside? Well, you know, but you'll start getting hit up for money and stuff like that. Oh, well, you happily send it to them, don't you? I don't, but some people do. That's why they keep doing it, because it works just for some rubes. Oh, oh Dillian likes me. She wants money. I'm going to send I love that girl. She's got two followers. You think that's Dillian Harper? Could be. No, it's not. Oh. But she called you last night. Yeah, She did. I sent her a birthday text, nothing. She sobered up. She probably don't remember she called me. So today is her birthday? Yeah, same as Tim's. Yeah. And Bo Hart's. So you just recently sent her the text. Today you sent it. Yeah, during when I was out on the break when you guys were talking to her. She hadn't responded? No. It pisses me off. Yeah, she could still be sleeping. I don't know. It is almost 11 o'clock there. Yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah. It could be a smorgasbord that's open around the corner. <laughs> God almighty. Hey, it's Jackson, here to talk to you about Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. My favorite part about Factor is the convenience of it all. These are no-prep, no-mess meals ready to go in two minutes. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash mckernan50 and use code mckernan50 to get 50% off. That's code mckernan50 at factormeals.com slash mckernan50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Doug, I think we ought to do this design and heating okay. clean of the day. Hey. I miss a good smorgasbord. Is there even a smorgasbord around here anymore? Yeah, what about Did that? Did they even use the word? And Mrs. Pope's. Pope's that's, that's a, is that even a thing still? No, it's been gone for 40 years. Yeah. The guy wouldn't have to be wearing glasses to notice Tim looked exceptionally handsome today. Oh. And he wouldn't need glasses to read between the lines. Aren't you going to New York? Yeah, she travels a lot. Stop it! Sounds like somebody been Facebook eavesdropping whilst he's naked. But this email is about ingenuity. You don't graduate from nipper with honors without having some smarts. And my khaki boyfriend has them. He's in his 60s. Heck, we both are. Yet we still like to go at it like a couple of drunk college guys after a Merrimack Community College junior ring dance. Oh. They have junior ring dances? No. They don't have juniors there. Freshmen and sophomores. But we've been slowing down. 
So I came up with an ICL game. First I used my fingy, then I used my tongue, oh. then the goods. And that is the story of how my boyfriend spiced up our sex life with a mystery game. He has to guess what appendage I'm using. It's called the inserting caramel lube game. It's from a guy named Dick and his last name's Thrasher. Dick's for sure. Well, if he uses your pinky and he guesses wrong, you're in trouble. Was that Kevin Miller? Yes. Okay. Morn. Even though I am a girl. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> I'd like to ask the men on the dance a simple question. How many DMs do you need to receive from someone before you bring it up with your friends? Whatever the answer, triple it, and that is probably how many Ken skipped over while reading them aloud yesterday. Being known as the old guy bopping about 20-something women's DMs is always the best thing for hashtag exposure. Well, only behind whatever essential oils kickback Ken received last week when Crystal Martin called in to recite the ransom note that simultaneously praised the show while unable to provide one single detail about it. Again, I'm enjoying the show. Thanks. That's from Tammy and Ledoux oh. now, but heading to Huntley later. Tammy in Ledoux. She's new. Like Tommy from Eureka. It's no coincidence that two of the most important events in my life are both happening on the same day. The IHSA state playoffs begin for our golf team today. 60 high school golfers have gathered at Belk Park to crown the regional champion. It's exciting and nerve-wracking because you never know when one of these boys will steal another school's sack lunches or if someone will get too hot and just take their shirt off right there on the course. Mm -hmm. This golf tournament is the second most important thing happening in my life today. The most important thing for me is Tim's birthday. I think I speak for everyone in the bi-state region when I say, you're the best, Tim. If it were up to us listeners, you'd be in a dozen halls of fame by now. We hope you get the elusive threesome you've been chasing. We hope Six Flags will come to their senses and give you a free lifetime pass. We hope your wife gets you an awesome gift like some Sherry's Berries or maybe even something really nice like a gift certificate to Siegfried's Liquid and Lace Lingerie and Vape Shop. I can take care of that for you. <laughs> Happy birthday, Tim. Thank you for your service, and thank you for making our wildest dreams come true. Doug, that's the JV golf coach. Sounds like he's out at Belk Park today. Sounds like it. JV golf coach. Sometimes those high school golfers, they have trouble with people taking their shirts off. That's a problem with those tournaments. And eating others' sack lunches, specifically those from MICDS. That's correct, which at the time was Cadasco. Mm -hmm. Tim, happy birthday. You're so beautiful, smart, funny, caring, yeah. sexy, and the very best human to ever breathe in air. Praises and worship to you, O almighty Tim. Flock that B-Day, Flocky the Smurf. Flocky the Smurf. And finally, ours is the type of presentation where a hairdresser and one-time caddy whose compensation was financed by a last-minute fee in addition to the greens fees paid by all the other golfers that she wasn't caddying for feels free to drop in at any time to clear up Iggy as a creep. Happy birthday, Tim, and happy birthday to Dillian Harper. Glad to hear things are going so well for her that she's drug-dialing radio hosts to remind them about her birthday. <laughs> Quite the big week for old Ken, chatting with Crystal Martin, Anna the Caddy, and Dillian Harper. Oh, yeah. The shame his time with Mary Jo Randazzo was cut short. 
Can you hear me good? I wanted to see where Mary Jo Rondazzo was taking it once it got to WhatsApp. I mean, sure, she probably was going to request Iggy head on down to Western Union and wire the wire her the nine dollars in his checking account. But now we'll never know. Maybe WhatsApp can be the new title sponsor, and each week we can read transcripts of Iggy's most recent chats with various bots and scammers, and we try and get them on air. And Tim can ask if they've ever been with a female bot. Thanks. That's from Buck Swope. Oh, nice little email, Bucky Swope. And that's what we have for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Show me what you got, little uh, mama. Show me what you got, little lady. Well, at first I liked Tammy and Ledoux because I liked the way they started their email, <laughs> even though I'm a girl. But then I think he got uh, he got trumped by Buck Swope, so I'll say Buck Swope. Yeah, I mean, it's not a good batch. I mean, I like it better when Swope throws in, how's Mary Jo Rosano doing? Um... <laughs> I guess I gotta go swope. Box swopers is shipped. The design air heating and cooling email of the day. What a win. Nice win for swope. Uh, Jackson and I are gonna go down the hall. We'll deal with it, you know. Uh, It ain't gonna be good. No, come and get your whooping. They aren't gonna be happy. No. But uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, Yeah, we'll talk about it. Maybe you get through it. We'll talk about it. It's called Balloon Party. It's driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura. And Alton Toyota, and it comes your way here in a matter of moments on 101 ESPN. Jackson, what do we have coming up? Wide Birth Wednesday. Uh-oh, oh, God, got nothing. Carry over. Nothing. <laughs> you playing any DraftKings uh, teams for the Runner Cup? Uh, I am not. I haven't really been playing. I want to. I just don't. You, just got you to don't point. Know. I looked at my ROI, and I'm like, it's such a weight. I'm just pissing money away. I only play five. Shutting it down I for just, the year at Tam Avenue. I just shut it down months ago, honestly. But you don't know who's I do it every it. once in a while just for the hell of it. I mean, you'll get the you'll get the probably the Friday morning lineups ahead of time to put a roster together. But after that, it's it's, it's a crapshoot who they're going to play next. You may play some guy you like, and he sits him for two days. It's kind of hard. Doug, are you playing on him? No, I no. Mean, I would think you'll have anything hard for lay, you, Doug. Can't lay in Shoffley playing no. almost every day. Scheffler, yeah, but then if Burns sucks, you're not going to okay, play them together. Enough. That's <laughs> enough! No, 9.57 or 8.57? I'm killing time until wrong. Tim's got to go to Bloom Party. Well, no, I, mean, I have to, but you, I didn't want to interrupt you. I was oh, listening okay. to this analysis. It's, it's, I can't have an analysis because I don't know who's playing. They don't. <laughs> they should announce these lineups throughout the whole thing yep. ahead of time. Very secretive. It is. Doug, are you going to watch the Ryder C? Uh, if if I got nothing else going on, <laughs> I don't clear out time for it. I just... Or I take another shots at live golfers. Unless it's like the Masters. Really? Oh, but yeah, yeah so I don't. I think that reporter act. Do you miss the live golfers here? Or do you miss? It, it was a, it was a baiting question for sure. Well, Bryce Nishambo came out and said he was he should have been picked. I don't like that they don't pick us because we're live golfers. Nobody's been playing better than me the last month and blah blah blah. And then Zach Johnson said I didn't even look at live golfers. Yeah, so, I you did. Mr. Looks up to a podcast. <laughs> No, Johnson said he looked at like the rankings from yeah the majors. He said he didn't. They took the rankings from the majors. Into play. Yeah. yeah, he said I'm not looking at live golf, what they're doing in their tournaments because I'm not paying attention to what they they're doing. It's not. I didn't know no process that I think about that. I just looked at. I took twenty twenty five of the who I thought were the top people, and he wasn't in there. Okay. <laughs> He's just basically shooting down what Bryson DeChambeau said. 
Doug, we'll carry that discussion over to 101 ESPN. It is coming up in a matter of moments. Jack said, go down the hallway and we deal with it. Hi, Jack. Go to YouTube and switch over to the 101 ESPN channel and enjoy the fun and games. And you get to interact with the 101 listeners. I've noticed now at this point, the 101 listeners have given up. They've uh-huh. essentially conceded that they've lost their city in that YouTube chat. And it's just TMA guys flirting with each other. Is that what it is? Doggone it. <laughs> the virus spread to another station. <laughs> Uh, so uh, you can interact over there. Time for us to shut it down. For the Pollock, for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Alvin Vaughn, and Tim McKernan. This has been the morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.